This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Bienvenidos a otra podcast de Corporate Cafecito. Today we have Violeta joining us. And Violeta is someone that I knew from the day I met that she had this spark and it was just, I just wanted to stay in her life. I remember it was really funny. I think I even was like, give me your number. Like, how do we keep in touch? Um, and throughout that time of knowing her, uh, she has been a master of reinventing, growing, reinventing and growing again. Um, Violeta, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So, Violeta, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where's your family from? Who are you? What What is it that you do? Who am I? I'm a simple girl from a small town in Durango, <laughs> uh, even though I was born here in Chicago. So, my parents are both from Durango. Um, I was born here in Chicago. Uh, my dad hated the weather and always wanted to go back to his hometown. So, we did. We we went back to uh, Durango. We came uh, came back to L.A. when I was 11. And I grew up there until my dad passed away. Then I moved back here to Illinois to bring my mom with her family. All of her mom was here. I mean, all of her family was here, excuse me. And um, we felt it was right. It was the right thing to do. But yeah, I'm a small town girl at heart and uh, in a big world. Excellent. So what is that you do? <laughs> so I've been in the mortgage industry, my real estate industry for about 29 years now. Started lending um, and it evolved into um, just leadership positions, like naturally came. Now I run, I'm a, uh, I'm a branch manager at a mortgage company and a team lead on the real estate side and doing it internationally. I'm um, in about four countries. Um, I have a team of about 30 people right now and growing. Wow, that's exciting. That's, <laughs> it is that's, exciting. That's great. So, so tell us a little bit about the backstory. How, how did you get there? What were some some career, um, the span of your career? How did you end up here? So I actually, in the industry, mm -hmm. uh, I fell in the industry 29 years ago, lending, doing uh, mortgages, doing um, auto loans, personal loans. But I quickly identified that I wanted to do mortgages, that I eventually wanted to transition to only do mortgages. I felt that my clients needed that guidance in anything they did. People didn't know about credit back then. So I took it personally to educate them. I became super passionate about educating them because I remember my father's struggles. I remember he didn't know how to buy a home. He didn't know why they wouldn't give him a loan if he had 20% down. It was because he didn't have any credit. So when I fell into the industry, I was so passionate. I'm like, this is my dad's struggles. There's my dad's name was Carlos. I'm like, that's the Carlos. Like I saw Carlos and every person that came to me. And I was, I, I became just an advocate to, you know, educate. And I wanted everybody to do it the same. Um, but I wanted to be in mortgages because that's the biggest ticket. That's the biggest purchase that anyone is going to make. So I felt like they they needed that guidance. So that's kind of how I transitioned eventually into mortgages. And here I am, that's 29 years later. Yeah, you, <laughs> you saw a need and you tied your passion to that. Yeah, right? and absolutely. Then, and you were able to relate because there's a, uh, many Carloses out there. Absolutely. So that's yeah. awesome. 
You know, it's really interesting. One of the things we talk a lot about here is like the importance of a network and networking. Um, you know, every time I I think of who does it best, um, I think of you. So give us some tips. Like, how did you build your network? How how do you go about networking? And like, especially now as you're talking about being mm. international, like, how are you le taking that leap? Well, I, I feel like everyone needs to stay a student in life. You always be a, have to be a student in life and be open to opportunities. So uh, when I when I was managing an area all the way up to Milwaukee, I I fell into um, all the all these organizations that I just didn't even know about. Uh, I'm the pre I'm currently the president of NARUP, DuPage County, which is the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. And another reason I serve is because of Carlos, my father. So I, they are the only organization that are lobbying for Latinos in Washington to make sure that the laws are favorable for Latinos. So I continue to network, but it's, it's in my passion. It's in my passion. I feel like if you do things with passion and you, um, and you have your why right in front of you and you know you have a strong why, it's going to tie into like everything you do. So all these organizations kept coming to me and I feel like they're all within my passion. The, the real estate side, in, I went international with this company that's very innovative, first cloud-based company. Um, and I feel that there's a need in Mexico. Again, it's my country. So I'm super passionate about tying, I, there I tied my why into that. I want to help more people get into this company in Mexico because no one pays how they pay. So to me, it's like I'm helping other people. So everything I do, I yes, I network, but to me, there's a why. There's my why. There's my passion. It's really funny because I, I think about your network. And for someone who doesn't know about networking or being in networks, you know, I'm always like, ay, esa violeta va pal party otra vez. <laughs> do, you, do you get that? From, yes, like, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, where are you? You're always out. You're always partying. I'm like, first, I really don't drink and I really don't club or party. But it seems like it's all a party. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, you network. And I trust me, I have an amazing time. I'm a connector by nature and I love connecting people and just, you know, anything I can do to help. Anything, anything I can do to be of service, that's my passion. That's what I love. So, yes, I do have a great time in anything I do because <laughs> I choose to. Yep. I choose to. I know you're a very positive person by nature, but certainly this didn't come easy. When you think of some of the obstacles you faced or some of the hardships, what were some of those and how did you overcome them? When I think of hardships, I think of my father's death. That was that was definitely hard. Um, having a full-time job, having a, um, I was going through a custody battle, handling my dad's two businesses. My brother was ill at that time. My sister had just gotten a divorce. My mom was a sing uh, my mom was a, a, a stay-at-home mom. So I was buying a house, left that to go back home and help my mom and everybody. So I like took on everything at the same time. And I didn't see it as a heart as a hardship. I think um I just took it on. I just took it on. I have a mindset of like just keep rolling. Don't don't think about it. Just keep going. Keep going. 
But um, I think just your network, like you mentioned earlier, Nayeli, it's um, it's beautiful that we have our parents to. I had my mom to always take care of my son going through that. So I had someone to take care of my baby um, and just, you know, friends and family you rely on because there's I mean, you have to have that support. But that's really when I think of hardships, I think that's the hardest time for me. My dad was 54 years old. I was 24 years old at that time. So that was that was definitely difficult. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corkcafecito.com and drop us a message. networking and and for those that are listening it's the community right it's family yeah. family first right right to really uh help you propel propel right. you into different uh leaps in, in in your life and in your career as well so that's very admirable for those that are listening maybe there's someone out there that's thinking you know real estate is my passion right and they have a why that's tied into that or or mortgage lending what's one thing that you would uh advise someone that that's thinking about getting into this arena well, again, there's the why, and this is exactly what I do. We actually, I have a team in, um, in, on the real estate side that's very new. A lot of them are very new into the industry. So I help educate them on, um, on how the industry is. It's a cyclical business, mm-hmm. and people don't understand that. We, came, we just came from this historic period of time right in the, in the mortgage industry, in the real estate industry, and people don't understand if they're new. So I try to educate them. And I try to tell them to make sure that they're smart with their money. You're self-employed and this is your business. So we make sure that they understand that this is their business. They're not working for someone. I think most of us, if you come from an from a W-2 you know, employer, you're, you, you have a boss and you take that mentality when you get in this industry. A lot of them do. Yeah. So I really, it, whether you're new or season in the industry i try to let them know you know what this is you're building a business this is your business you're not you're an independent contractor so i think that's a a a big misconception when people come in um they think oh my managing broker is my boss and they're not your boss it's a mindset shift yes for sure so i think that's a that's an important piece because i think you take it differently now you it's it's your baby yeah, you're running it differently. You're running right. it yeah. differently. Because it's your exactly. own, and if you don't work, you don't. So that's the first thing we try to instill in the team. That's that's unique. That's unique. Yeah. That's very, very good that uh, you, you focus in on, on that. Because yeah. that's the driving factor. Right. And how you see and how you operate. Yeah. And then your structures follow. Absolutely. You know, as, I, uh, as I'm hearing you, you know, you think about, like, the, the broker and having that like boss figure, but they're not your boss. Like who's been someone who's been in your life or like, who's your mentor or who, who cheers for you besides us? (laughs) You know, I have amazing friends and my family. They all do. Um, Oh my God. I always tie everything back to my dad and he was my mentor without really knowing. And I, I was so much like him. I'm, I am so much like him. 
And uh, I feel like everything I tie back to him. He had a third grade education, perfect handwriting. He would always talk about, you know, real estate like he knew. And I'm like, how did he know? So he would always say, you know, you, I would rather buy the cheapest house in the best neighborhood than, you know, the other way around. So he was like, you know, I'm like, how did he, now I think back, I'm like, how did he know? So I think of all these things that he used to say. So I feel like he's still mentoring me, even though he's gone. So, um, but he's one and I have a very good friend that's not afraid to call me out because, you (laughs) know, I have a strong personality. Yes. So I have a strong personality and she is one that will, will call me out and will push me. He's, she's my accountability partner. And, uh, but I have many amazing friends like that. So I'm very blessed in that sense. I'm very blessed. I think one, your career is admirable. Your energy is contagious. Um, You know, you talked about being like a single mom and having custody of your son. Like, what advice would you give single mothers? Change your mindset. Change your mindset. Okay, Tell us I, more. This is what I always say. You know, there's there's families where there there's the, there's mom and there's dad, and mom doesn't work, dad works. So is that considered a single dad? Kind of considered a single dad. There's one income. I had one income. And let's not get into child support because that was really <laughs> irrelevant. I mean, I was. I I was a single mom and I just had to do what I had to do. Again, it's all about mindset. Don't let that be your anchor. That's your, that's your anchor. That's your excuse. So to me, those are excuses. I just feel like you, you know, you, you, if you're not successful, if you're not doing what you need to do, it's like, oh, I'm a single mom. I can't do this. You have to change your mindset um, and, and just roll with it. You know, sometimes, yeah, it's hard. You have, you have to do what you have to, if you have to put your kid in, you know, in a daycare, if your mom takes care of it, whatever it is, you just have to go forward. And I don't know, I never viewed my, oh, I'm a single mom. I don't know. I just never viewed myself as that. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a single mom. Yeah, but that, w- that wasn't my excuse. It's interesting because I get asked like, um, often questions about mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you, you have found success and, and you're, you know, you're a Latina and, and I'm just like, but I found success because I'm a Latina, because I'm bilingual, because I do this, not in spite of, it's not, I didn't succeed despite all these things being against me. Right. No, I, it's because I have the backing of, you know, I always call them the primada because it's <laughs> like, <laughs> you could call someone and be like, someone help me right now, you know? And I, I think to, oh, no. to say like, I've been able to do this because I'm a single mom, because, right. you know, I, I did this and, and changing the mindset. You can flip it. Yeah, flip it. Change the Where mindset. it's the negative, you can turn it into the positive. Yeah. Those same things that you say could turn that into a positive and do what you need to do. I know. I just need to change my mindset about <laughs> how uh, how my relationship with food sometimes, because I love tacos and I need to <laughs> slow down. We all do. <laughs> We all do. So we let I mean, just an inspiring story. Uh, just your your father's legacy is admirable, uh, and and just taking the qualities that that he left, and you continue to propel and also be that inspiration for the next generation as well. And your intentionality is is very admirable, leading to what you're most proud of. 
what are you most proud of having all the accomplishments that, that you've had so far, the challenges? What would you say is the one thing that you're most proud of currently right now? Oh, my God. I think I've transitioned so much more into like the coaching and leadership, and I'm just proud to see anyone succeed. But on the personal side right now, I am just so proud of my son. So I started all this networking that you talk about like a couple of years ago, like five years ago, maybe, where I really started to emerge into all of these new networking um, and all these associations that are going to help Latinos. So my son is 23. He's still a student. He works and he's part of this, uh, the net, uh, this association. It's very new uh, for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. He's just got all this passion about that. And I just to see him speak, and I'm just so impressed. Now he's networking with my network. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, he's like so like, oh, my God, Mom, everybody knows you. And well, I'm like, you're in my circle now. You're in my circle. And I'm just so proud that at 23 years old that he's doing this. So if I would give my young self advice would be to get involved and make a difference earlier now. And that's what my son is doing. And that's, I'm just so, so proud. I love it. So, so because proud. you have that amazing growth mindset, I'm going to challenge you right now with this next question. Ay, Dios. In one year, when you're back here and we're all having cafecito again, what will we say? What will you say? Like, you know what? In this past year, you know what I did? I did this. I grew my passive income. You're just like making boom. a difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm really about creating that passive income to have more freedom and live simply. Like, I want to live simple. I don't want all the luxuries. I just want to live simple and have that freedom for me and for everyone else I'm helping create what they want to create. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey, your story, for your vulnerability here. Uh, I think that those that are listening have been inspired. I know I have as well to continue pushing forward. This is one of the reasons why we do this work. And that we have this podcast to really uh, share that si se puede. Claro. There's intentionality behind it and there's the strategy behind it. So thank you for sharing your story. Absolutely. And one last question, like what's in your cafecito? My cafecito has a little extra cream that I shouldn't have, but I love it. Y un poquito de azúcar. Well, thank you. Keep oh. doing what you're doing, and um, we hope to have you here again soon. This one by too quickly, but thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.